Did your Christmas packages get to their destination on time this year? There's a very good chance they did, as correspondent Peter King reports. The U.S. Postal Service and several private companies say it all went well this season. Ship Matrix, which analyzes shipping data, says the post office reported nearly 97% of its deliveries were on time during a two-week period this month. UPS and FedEx showed on-time deliveries at more than 90%. Supply chain issues made it tougher for them, but the Postal Workers Union says fewer workers were in COVID quarantine this year than last, and that made it easier. Peter King, CBS News. Dow futures are currently down. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Give the gift they want this year. A new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just $479. Pure Talk gives you great prices and great 5G coverage with unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. The average family saves over $800 a year. Just dial pound 250 and say Jill 50, and you'll save 50% off your first month and save on a new iPhone. Dial pound 250 and say Jill 50. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. Concentrated all-purpose Simple Green is the answer for versatile cleaning throughout your home and garage. I'm so certain you'll love Simple Green. If you're not 100% satisfied, I'll give you your money back. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. For many, it just won't be the same. Movies without popcorn in France blame COVID. Here's Elaine Cobb. From Monday, there will be no more popcorn or drinks at movie theaters or other entertainment venues in France. That's the latest move in an effort to slow the unprecedented surge in new COVID cases across the country. Wearing a mask is mandatory at all entertainment venues, and with no food or drink to consume, there will be no reason to remove it. France had a record 208,000 new cases in 24 hours earlier this week, although officials note a lot of that was due to people testing in record numbers during the holidays. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. Many of us are thinking about New Year's resolutions, and that may include losing weight and eating right. The American Medical Association is encouraging people to commit to making better health choices in the coming year, especially with the pandemic continuing. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax Tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
Hi, Dasher here. I'm one of the reindeer. <laughs> you know, those reindeer. We're the ones who actually keep things going up here. The big guy isn't much help. He needs his rest for that magic night. And Mrs. Claus is busy with paperwork, making a list, checking it twice. Somebody has to keep the elves in line. Hey, keep it now in there and take care of the finances. We go to OUCU Financial, formerly Ohio University Credit Union. Make the season shine with a holiday loan from OUCU Financial. Eight out of nine reindeer would definitely recommend. And it would have been nine out of nine if Vixen had just been paying attention to the question. With low interest rates, you can control your holiday debt, pay off high interest credit cards, and have enough left over for milk and cookies. When you go to OUCU Financial, you're not just one of the herd. Apply for a holiday loan from OUCU Financial and make your finances glow. Apply online at OUCU.org slash holiday or stop by a branch today. Subject to credit approval, fairly insured by NCUA. Are you a child care provider? Ever considered being a child care provider? Wanting to work from home and be your own boss? Athens County Child Care Unit can help you get started. Child care is essential to working families and the workforce shortage. Athens County is in desperate need of child care settings. Start your own business. Become a licensed family child care provider. Contact the child care unit at Ohio Means Jobs, Athens County, 510 West Union Street, or by calling 740-797-1405. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Cash back for cars? You've got it at Auto Exchange in the Plains. Buy a car and get up to $2,000 cash back to spend on your Christmas shopping this holiday season. Buy now through December 31st and get $500 to $2,000 cash back to help with Christmas. Only at Auto Exchange. Call Steve Abdella today at 740-797-4931 or stop by the corner of 682 and Johnson Road. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. I-N-E-P-T-M-X-T-E-C-T-2468. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, you have your homecoming ball game coming up against RSVP. That's right, uh, Rock Slide, Vermont. Polytechnic, well, that's a mouthful, ain't it? It certainly is. I'm glad they shortened it down a little bit. Yeah, we like to shorten all them things up so the fans can remember the names of the teams we're playing. 
Your statistician numbers Norwalk gave me a copy of your latest stat sheet, and I noticed that in your first three ball games, you have yet to put any points on the board offensively, and I, I was just wondering if you had any changes in mind for this week's game. You know, all you announcers, you got a thing for them numbers. You know, you got, well, I guess that's why we got numbers Norwalk keeping all them statistics, and he does a real fine job doing that. But all the fans know that if you don't score no points, you don't put no points on the board, it's the quarterback's fault. So what we're going to do is just change quarterbacks. You know, third and 12, our starting quarterback, first three ball games bless his heart he's out there trying real hard but he ain't got no points on the board so we're going to change to a freshman boy boy off the taxi squad name of a burger chuck burger and we're going to have him running what we call our t-bone offense you know you probably heard of the wishbone and the eye bone and all them bone broken bone type offenses well we're going to have what we call a t-bone where we're going to put try and put some beef into our attack by beefing up our running game and have chuck burger run the offense well, it'd be nice to score some points, but you also have to consider the defense, which has given up a considerable number of points over the first three games. Well, you go with them numbers again, you know, but we got a, a plan to fix that, too. What we're going to do on defense, we're going to take a boy who's been playing on the offensive line, offensive tackle, name of uh, Gap Gibson. You know, Gap, he's been responsible for creating them gaps in the offensive line for all them defensive linemen to rush through and sack our quarterback. We're going to tell old Gap, say, look here. You know, what you got to do is instead of creating them gaps on offense, we want you to fill them on defense. So we're going to make him a linebacker. We're going to put him over with our crack linebacking crew uh, that Crush Crowmeyer's done put together, the Smith brothers, Mike, Sam, and Willie. They're our linebackers. We're going to make a fourth linebacker out of Gap Gibson, and he's going to fill all them gaps and stop all them running backs uh, at, at RSVP from gaining all them yards. You know, they got a real fine running game over there. They over at uh, Rockslide, Vermont. Polytechnic, they like to pile up them yards, pile up them first downs, and pile up them points. We'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And the Coach Art Turf Show, proudly sponsored on this New Year's Eve by crackers, hors d'oeuvres, and cheese balls. Coach Turf, in addition to it being homecoming this week, I notice you also have a special promotion on tap. Well, that's right. You know, homecoming ball game, we feel like this is a key ball game on our schedule. So what we're going to do is for everybody that comes to the ball game, we're going to give them a key. That, and one of them keys is going to fit the ignition of our 19 and 37 Packard. And whoever wins gets a special prize. And what is that, Coach? Well, you get to drive the Packard around for a whole week. Second prize is two weeks. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Well, the sun just boomed through our windows a moment ago. It had been mostly covered up by clouds this morning. 45 degrees right now on Columbus Road, headed up to the mid-50s, maybe even upper 50s. But they suggest it's going to be mostly cloudy today. 
Tomorrow, New Year's Day, rain of 58 degrees. Sunday rain, too. Not quite as much, though. It's New Year's Eve, folks. We are uh, participating in a very small party with uh, some friends that uh, we're close to and have regular visits with weekly. And um, let's see here. I'm sorry, I just glanced over and saw... um, Oh, okay, the phone. Here we go. Good morning. Tickety-poo. (laughs) Tickety-poo. Boy, you're in early. Well, I just wanted to wish y'all Happy New Year. Thank you, Don. Have a blessed day. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year to you, too. We're having a... I was starting to tell the story that we're getting together with about uh, eight friends tonight. And uh, just a small group. Everybody's vaccinated, all that sort of thing. And uh, and, and having um, a dinner. And then um, we're going to pretend at 10 p.m. that it's midnight. Yeah. Sound like a wiener. And uh, <laughs> there it is. Then we're going to go uh, <laughs> home and probably watch the ball the ball drop in Times uh, Times Square, right? Uh, in New York City, live on TV. But yeah. Uh, um, anyway, it's it. Folks, be cautious. Be careful. Um, do what you are comfortable doing. Don't put anybody at risk. All that sort of thing. We just right. Yeah, I'm going. I'll be with a few friends myself. So. Sure. And wait, wait a minute, John. You have friends? Well, I got to back in to to be with them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think Good I want to understand that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you, you got to speak in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All well, right. Now let's see what what, what do you, what do we have sports wise coming up? Uh, what's what are the big games tomorrow? Oops. We got Cincinnati and Alabama at three thirty. Do it again. I have my phone ringing. Okay, you got Cincinnati and Alabama at three thirty. So that's that's uh, Joey. No, no, this is college. College no, football. College. Oh, 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 oh. This is like the final four of college football. Okay, I'm so goofed up right now. Now do it one more time, Don. Okay. Cincinnati Bearcats against the Alabama Tide. Okay. 3.30. And then after following that game will be Georgia and Michigan. Okay. At 7.30. Right. 7.30. Yeah. So two games tomorrow. I wasn't sure 7.30 or 8, so I just left it there. (laughs) Good move. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes my brain, my mouth gets ahead of my brain, I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, it happens uh, often for me, too. You know, Don, they say, I've heard the saying, some things are better left unsaid, too, right? Well, yeah, but then I get r- diarrhea of the mouth, and it just, <laughs> get it. My brain goes numb. <laughs> but the mouth keeps going. Oh, just like, what is that, uh? battery commercial oh yeah the energizer remember 
Keeps on yeah. going, keeps on going, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Remember the Time X commercial, take the licking and keeps on ticking? Yeah, baby. Well, that's, that's a long time ago. I got you. So that's me. I just I just keep on ticking. Keep on keeping on. So what what do you do at midnight when when the, that happens? Or are you still up at midnight? Or well, do you usually, get out and yell or throw? No, I, I I'm like you know, Dave. I do a little early. Then I get the myself in my bed and cover up and stay warm and sleep. There you go. When I'm sleeping, I'm, you, I'm out of trouble. Don, do you have any pets? <laughs> huh? Do you have any pets? Now, I used to, Dave, but mine passed away about two years ago from brain cancer. Yeah. He was 14 years old, and he was a bull. He was a bull massive pit. Okay. And just as gentle as he could be. We called him Hawk, but I, uh, yeah, my evening, I don't think I want another pet. I don't hey. know what I would do without my two guys. Right. Um, yeah, I will. You know, they are, when things are tough, when things are a little gloomy and what all, they can brighten it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, even still now, sometimes, like, during the night, I'll wake up, and I think I hear him come down the hallway to wake me up to go use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I miss him. I tell you, he was—he was my best friend. Yeah. See, I—I—I I, I understand. Well, have a terrific New Year's. Hey, y'all too, and I'll see y'all next year. Yes, sir. Hey, that sounds good. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. We won't be doing. Uh, of course, t- today's Friday. Of course, tomorrow we wouldn't have a party line show, but. Uh, Anyway, we're doing music special for 36 hours. So, okay, starting at, starting at six o'clock tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all be careful and have a safe one. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Boy. You too. Thanks, Don. All right. Talk to you later. See Bye. 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 A very traditional song for this day, going way back to Guy Lombardo.
Canadians. Uh, Guy Lombardo's uh, band. Um, my dad was born in 1904, and uh, Guy was um, two years um, ahead of him, 1902. Incidentally, Guy Lombardo died in, um, I think it was 1977. But as a child, and I got started in music rather early in my life. Initially, it was piano. I think I've told that story recently about uh, um, my teacher, Opal Gilpatrick. Anyway, uh, at some point, Guy Lombardo's band was playing in Columbus, Royal Canadians. And my dad made a point of taking me to it. Well, we went as a family, my mom and dad. And it was a a social event, like a a dinner and concert sort of thingy. I think it was in the Deschler Hotel in downtown Columbus. I suppose that no longer exists, the Deschler Hilton. The building's there. I know that. Right, Basically at the corner of High and Broad. So, I mean, you can't get much more central than that in Columbus. Opposite corner would be the uh, State House. Anyway, I got to meet Guy Lombardo. How about that? All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, let's see <coughs> here. Today is, of course, New Year's Eve. But it's, there's some other things as well about today. Today is Make Up Your Mind Day. <laughs> that could mean any number of things. Um, it's Universal Hour of Peace. Day. No Interruptions Day. National Champagne Day. And Leap Second Time Adjustment Day. What's that one mean? I'm going to guess since last year was a leap year that maybe there is another time adjustment today. But I'm digging as we speak. Leap, second time, adjustment day. Anyway, that's that's uh, everything that's listed in our uh, daily national day calendar. And Scott's looking that last one up. Historically speaking, and then we'll jump back once Scott finds it. Here uh, we go. Oh, okay, so let's do it now. Yeah, let's, let's go. It is... Uh, Listed as an observance title only, some years scientists do not make adjustments, but if they do, then it's done on either June 30th or December 31st. Okay. And it goes on to say the majority of the world measures time solely based on a 24-hour day, in which, uh, which each hour contains, obviously, 60 minutes, each minute 60 seconds. That measurement is much too simple for accurate time measurement so you want more um no i mean that's that's good yeah what is it every four years we have a leap day yes february 29th they typically schedule it as right yeah yeah let's see if they if there are second adjustments it's done on the two dates now between that i mentioned previously between 
1972, and 2020, scientists have added 27 leap seconds. Another factor impacting the atomic clock is the fact that the Earth's rotation is slowing. Is it? I didn't know that. Which means the length of our day is getting longer. So in 2020, scientists determined that no leap second was needed. Um, folks, uh, you may have in your home one of these atomic clocks. Here at the station, we have dozens of them uh, throughout all our rooms and everything. Because when you're affiliated with CBS or whatever, uh, we all need to be basically reading the same time or else things get a little goofy. But I have uh, in front of me right now three atomic clocks. (laughs) Okay. Um, There is a five-second discrepancy between two of them. So where right now it says it's... um, 9.28 right now. Uh, the other one said it was 9.27.55, meaning five seconds behind. We have a third that's in between them. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's kind of interesting. Um, and, you know, m- many of the um, atomic clocks and do you know where the, the the center of all that information is? I, I think. Isn't it in Colorado? Fort Collins, Somewhere. Colorado. Yeah. That's right. The National U.S. Atomic Clock Standard, by which all of these clocks get their information, is in Fort Collins, Colorado driven by it several times in my life. Um, but, uh, we, you know, most of these are digital. Now, here in the studios, we also have in each studio one that is analog. That means it has the, the hands going around. Minute hand, hour hand, second hand, that sort of thing. Why am I telling you all this? Just, Just for information, I guess. Yeah, it's because we have the atomic clocks with what we just talked about. Yeah. And uh, they're they're very close together, but uh, do they all precisely look the same? No. Um, All right. Let's see. Historical events in history on this date of December 31st. In the year 406... Says 80,000 Vandals, Allens, and Subians crossed the Rhine, that's the river, at Mainz, I think it is, M A I N Z, and that was the beginning of the invasion of Gallia. Not Gallia County, but over in uh, 
wonder if they even called it Europe in the 406. Probably not. Uh, the next event to mention is many years later, 1,300 years later to be uh, nearly exact. The year is 1744 when English astronomer James Bradley announces the discovery of Earth's nutation motion. What is that? It's a little bit of a wobble. So, you know, where we are rotating, um, what do you call it, turning, rotating, Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> uh, it's not perfectly centered. So there is an ever so slight wobble. And I knew that years ago, but had long ago forgotten it until this reading this just here. 1744 is when that was discovered. Incidentally, uh, Europe began, it's generally accepted to be in the late 15th century or early 16th century. To be known as Europe? Yeah. Good job, man. <laughs> comes from the word, Europe comes from the Phoenician word, Arab, E-R-O-B, yeah. meaning where the sun set west of Bosphorus and Phoenicia. Cool. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. That's that's mm. okay. Oh. Europe is uh, estimated to be about 3.8 billion to 541 million years of geological record of age. Give me that again. 3.8. Uh, it, it, the rocks in Europe, I should say, range in age. Well, you know, the the creation or whatever the beginning, the rocks range in age from about 3.8 billion years to 541 million years old Wow! in geologic history. All right. So, a little while. <laughs> a few days, a few years. <clears throat> Let's see. This, uh, we've got a couple more historical events. 1775, the Battle of Quebec in American uh, in the American Revolutionary War. Americans defeated um, the, I'm, I'm sorry, the Americans were defeated trying to take the British stronghold. But in the long run, they won. In 1861, 22,990 millimeters of rain falls in, um, I can't pronounce it, a place in India in 1861, which is still a world record. 1861. Okay, now, Scott, this will be a challenge. 22,990 millimeters. Can you convert that to inches and feet? We will give it a shot here. Okay. Give I'm, me, I'm um, sorry to give you such a tough one. 
That's okay. Okay. Um, we'll move on while again. you're working on it. What's the number again? 22,990 millimeters. Okay. While you're working on that, Batista, down in Cuba, right? The dictator. This was in 1958. He told his cabinet he is fleeing the country. All right. 905 inches. Okay. So divide that by 12. Oh, you want me to do it? Please. Um, Well, it would be about 80, 12, let's see. Yeah, about 80 feet. That's amazing. Can you imagine? 80 feet would be 900 and... 60 inches. I'm just in a place right in here. India in 1861, they had 80 feet of water in a rainfall, which is still the world record. Okay, let's move on. Okay, and, and good timing because I'm down now down to famous birthdays and that sort of thing. 75.41 feet to be exact. Yeah, let's call it 80. <laughs> okay. Hey, oh. I found something else. You know, you were talking about Europe before we move on. Yes. What is the oldest country, you may ask? By many accounts, the Republic of San Marino, one of the world's smallest countries, mm-hmm. is also the world's oldest country. It is uh, completely landlocked by Italy, founded on September 3rd in the year 301 B.C., have you had the opportunity to travel any internationally? Uh, not that far. No, just uh, not too far away from the mainland here. Well, okay, then let me take it in a different direction. Where have you traveled farther? Oh, okay. Um, probably the Bahamas, I guess it would be, okay. which is, you know, off the eastern coast of the United States. Southeastern. Um, I've had Antarctica, but before that it would be Alaska. Uh, going the other direction, um, a lot of time in Ecuador, but a couple other places in South America too. Getting sick from eating bananas, right? Yes, you remembered my that <laughs> yes. story. Which, folks, uh, it's just as well you don't hear that story. So just take it and leave it. (laughs) Okay. Or do I have to? No, you don't have to. If you don't, especially after you prefaced it by that. Yeah. Okay, famous birthdays. (laughs) Bonnie Prince Charlie. He was born in 1720 on this date. He died in 1788. Bonnie Prince Charlie, and kind of like his name, his picture is. Okay. I, I And you can use your imaginations, folks. Yes. He uh, definitely had the, the curlers in the hair on the right and left side of his hair above his ears. He, he doesn't look like he'd do well in a fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Hold your hats. Here we go. Charles Edward Lewis John Casimir Sylvester Severino Maria Stewart. Wait a minute. Are we talking about the same guy? The same guy. He was the elder son of James Francis Edward Stewart and grandson of James II and Seventh, and the Stuart claimant to the throne of Great Britain after 1766 as Charles III. Bonnie, Prince, Does that mean he was, Charlie. had been king? Uh, well, it certainly appears that way, yes. To the throne of Great Britain. 66 to 88, so 22 years. Yes, he was also known as the Young Pretender, as if he needs more names. The Young Chevalier. And in popular memory, he is known as Bonnie Prince Charlie. I don't think, uh, I think I'd be embarrassed with some of that. I, yeah, I don't know. Why do they call him Bonnie Prince Charlie? Due to his boyish looks mm-hmm. and alleged charm. Again, also known as the Young Pretender. All hey, right, let's hey, keep going Bonnie. here. Um, let's see, we got one even <clears throat> older than he, so Jacques Cartier. Okay. Uh, born on this date in 1491. Died in 1557. Jacques Cartier was a French Breton maritime explorer for France. He was the first European to describe and map the Gulf of St. Lawrence and the shores of the St. Lawrence River. I I know it's nuts, but I was thinking it might have something to do with jewelry, too. (laughs) Well, there is a line of jewelry by that name. Okay. But not... Not, Not from this from person. Him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Charles Cornwallis. Born in, again on this date in 1738. He died in 1805. Cornwallis. He was the styled Viscount Brome between 1753. Brome? That's B R O M E. 1753 and 62 also known as the Earl Cornwallis between 1762 and 92. He was a British Army general and official. Much more recently is George Marshall. Uh, Still, he was born in 1880. He died in 1959. Born in 1880 on this date. I recognize that name. George Catlett Marshall, Jr., was an American soldier and statesman. He rose through the United States Army to become Chief of Staff under Presidents Franklin D. Roosevelt and Harry S. Truman, then served as Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense under President Truman. This is, um, I just turned the page. Now we're on famous deaths. There's only two listed here, which is odd. But... um, they are extremely far apart. So the first one is Commodus, C-O-M-M-O-D-U-S. Born on this date in 161, the year 161, died in 192. So 
he only made it to 31 years of age. Is this picture another one of those cement yes, statues absolutely. or whatever they make them out of? <laughs> yeah. Looks like his head is sticking like uh, a big um, uh, lion or something as his head in his mouth. See? Oh, the, oh see the yeah, the, teeth the, the mane of hair. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a nose Yeah, I up see there. it up there. Okay. Yeah. Anyway... It, but yes, like a statue of some kind. It would make a great hairdo for Halloween. Maybe. Commodus. A Roman emperor serving jointly with his father, Marcus Aurelius, from 176 until his father's passing in 180, and then served solely until 192. His reign is commonly thought of as making the end of a golden period of peace in the history of the Roman Empire, known as the Pax Romana. Okay, and, and again, I, I kind of hinted, it's odd, there's only two famous deaths listed for this date of December 31. The other one, we go to the other extreme, far more recent, Roberto Clemente. Ah, uh, yes. Born on this date in 1934, died in 1972, farther back than I recalled. But um, one of the greatest baseball players played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think he was originally in the Dodgers organization, and the Dodgers didn't see the talent coming from him. So they traded him to Pittsburgh, and I'm not sure who they got in return. I want to say you got a catcher, maybe uh, John Roseboro, or uh, another great catcher turned out for a fantastic career with the Dodgers, but Clemente was one hit shy of 3,000 hits. And upon his passing, the historians of Major League Baseball went back through many, many accounts of his games and found a game where they could actually credit him with another hit to to make him to get to 3,000 hits, which is, in baseball, lore is the one of the highest levels of total number of hits in a career, <clears throat> excuse me, that you can achieve. So uh, with that, he is in the three 3,000-hit three club, if memory serves me correct. Now, Pete Rose has certainly surpassed 3,000, and I think he's at uh, 4,174. I don't think that record will ever be broken with the way players don't play. Pete played 24 seasons. You know, Pete... Uh, a lot of players don't play more than 10 anymore. And to average 200 hits a season. Pete came over on several occasions to Athens for the Reds' caravan, which we host, and uh, preseason. And he is... He's really neat to talk to. I mean, very conversational. Um, just nice guy. Yeah, 4,256 total hits for his career. Let's move on. Um, there's a trivia thing here, and I look at it daily. Sometimes I, I don't like the nature of it, but today I, I thought I'd bring it in. So this is, um, let's see, there's several different ones. So the trivia question today, and this is regarding, uh, well, you'll see. Which celebrity 
died in a plane crash on New Year's Eve in 1985. So then they give you four names. And you're supposed to pick which one you think it was. And then you get to see the results and how, how well you did. Okay, so the four names to choose from. Once again, which celebrity died in a plane crash on New Year's Eve in 18, I'm sorry, 1985? Was it Sonny Bono, Rick Nelson, John Denver, or Gary Coleman? I actually remember this. I got it wrong. What did you pick? Rick Nelson. You were absolutely correct. Sonny Bono died in a skiing accident. You were absolutely correct. John Denver died in a uh, single plane accident that he was trying to manipulate. It reads here on December 31st, 1985, former teen idol Rick Nelson died in a plane crash in Texas. He boarded a chartered DC-3. I've been on many of those. In Alabama, on that fateful day, destined for a New Year's Eve performance in Dallas. Shortly before reaching Dallas, however, the cabin of Nelson's plane apparently filled with smoke due to a fire of undetermined origin. While the two pilots of the plane would survive their attempted emergency landing in a field um, out in DeKalb, Texas, the seven passengers on board all died, including Rick Nelson. Interesting. Yeah. You know, we when, we, when I mentioned, well, John Denver was brought up, he bought one of these long individual aircrafts that mm-hmm. it's a, like a one-person tube, long tube. You know, it's got wings and landing gear on it, too. But if I remember right, I, I think he was only given about at a half of a, about 30, a 30-minute 30 orientation the day before he Well, took, he was piloting his own? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, it's, it's like an individual aircraft. I mean, it's not like a— okay. Piper or anything like that, but it was like a long tube with, the, you know, the cockpit. Only one person fits in it. It's like how, it kind of reminded me of those. Remember how they used to set the world speed records on the deserts with yeah. those individual cars? And yeah. All, yeah. Uh, automotive apparatuses, but this kind of what it reminded me of. But he didn't get any training for that, and he other than about a half an hour before he took it up in the air the next day. And how many days had he been messing with these before his accident? Uh, I don't think very long at all. Okay. But it, if I remember right, it ran out of gas, ran out of jet fuel. All right, let's, uh, let's move along here. This is a, a different thing for us today, and uh, we'll see how it goes here. Um, I found an article entitled 35 New Year Traditions from Around the World, uh, of which each is supposed to bring you luck. So, 
eating something that is round. So, you know, round foods, eating round foods on New Year's Eve will lead to prosperity. Okay, so are we talking fruits? Yeah. You know, any round fruit. Um, uh, Black-eyed peas. Um, and in the Philippines, it's customary to eat 12 round fruits, one for every month. To ensure a year of abundance. And that is at a midnight meal. Okay. What can bring you luck? These are New Year's resolutions. This is kind of different. Dress in dots. Okay, so they got a picture of a gal here from behind, sort of on the beach. And she's wearing a dress, and it's just pure polka dots. Um, so they say in the Philippines, revelers don't just try to eat circles. Partygoers wear them, too. Polka dots are all the rage on December 31st. Increasing chances for a fortunate year. Okay, uh, some of us uh, may have heard of this. Watch something drop. Crowds have been gathering in New York City's Times Squares to watch the ball drop since 1907. And while the first one was just iron and wood, today you can watch the 12 foot, 1100 and, I'm sorry, 11,875 pound geodesic sphere covered in 2,688 Waterford crystal tri triangles whew, and 32,256 LEDs make its descent even from the warmth and comfort of your own home. Midnight, of course. Eastern Standard Time. What's another thing people do? They wear white. If you can wear all white trousers, white socks, white shoes, white shirt. This one um, is particularly a big deal down in uh, Brazil. Everyone wears white for good luck and peace. Plus matching outfits make for good photos. Okay, here's another one. Jump seven waves. This one's also from Brazil. If you head to the beach, you can increase your luck by heading to the water and jumping over seven waves. You get one wish for each wave. Okay, um, in Russia, it would be giving gifts. You may not know this, but at one point Christmas was banned in Soviet Russia. 
So New Year's became the big gift-giving occasion. Presents were delivered not by Santa, by, but by Deed Moraz, which is Russian for Father Frost, who the stories say was often aided by his granddaughter. I'm not going to even try to pronounce this one. Okay, now, we all know this one. Make a resolution. You might think that making resolutions for the New Year's is relatively a recent trend. Historically speaking, however, the, the tradition is very old, probably more than 4,000 years old. Historians believe it was the Babylonians one of the first cultures to actually celebrate the changing of the year, and they made promises to pay debts or return borrowed objects. If they could do it, so can you. <laughs> Need help figuring out your 2022 goal? Um, it says here, Good Housekeeping Magazine has achievable New Year's resolution suggestions ready and waiting for you. Um, another one, make a fish dish. Fish is considered another good year's entree, a good year's, new year's entree. Since fish only swim in one direction, forward, like the movement of time. Okay, this one's crazy. Smash a plate. In Denmark. Broken dishes are a good thing. People go around breaking dishware on the doorsteps of their friends and family. <laughs> so uh, the more shards there are in front of your house, in front of your home the next day, the luckier and more well-liked you are. Unless you're the one who has to sweep. But try to keep it on the doorstep. I once threw a cup at my friend's house. The reveler told the University of Copenhagen's University Post the cup didn't break, his window did instead. <laughs> okay. Now, do you like grapes? Yes. I love them. It says eat 12 grapes. One at each stroke of midnight. So as the clock, we have a clock that makes um rings a chime right so at midnight it strikes 12 times at four in the afternoon it's four times so you eat one grape at the each striking of the clock this is what they do in spain and the 12 grapes are supposed to represent one per month, but you're taking them all at the midnight of the New Year's. And it guarantees you a lucky year. Uh, smooch a loved one. That's a good one. Uh, but it all, um, you see, the English and Germans uh, folklore started that one. 
says it dictates the year's destiny. Okay, decorating your front door with um, collections of onions and uh, um, what else would these be? On, uh, hang bundles of onions at your front door. Well, there's many more of these, and uh, just uh, the, the fact of the matter, though, is we are out of time. And, um, oh, I tell you what, let's, let's stop that one. And do this one instead. This is Kenny G. Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor. A right. date which will live in infamy. This is Bob Command Performance I Home. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. The world will note that the first atomic bomb was dropped on... In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Happy New Year, everybody. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Cammie McCormick. It was a devastating night for many in Boulder County, Colorado, as high winds fanned a wildfire. It destroyed homes and businesses. Superior Mayor Clint Folsom. I'm hopeful that uh, we don't have uh, tragedies from people that... You know, either didn't uh, hear the evacuation orders or didn't heed them. It roared through very quickly. Today, heavy snow is in the forecast. In Southern California, record rainfall, flooding, and mudslides. Homeowner Mark Schiffman. When you live up in the mountains and you have the hills behind you, things happen. So this is just one of those things we live with, I guess. The nation has hit a new milestone in the pandemic, recording half a million new daily cases. Dr. Joseph Chang in Dallas on the Omicron variant. The speed with which this has occurred, I think, is is, is really different and remarkable. And the lines at COVID testing centers are very long ahead of the New Year's Eve celebrations. This woman waited in line in Broward County, Florida. It gives us a sense of comfort. I have parents who are in, the, in their 80s, and even before this episode, I always test myself more than once just to make sure that I don't run the risk of infecting them. There are some hopeful signs coming from South Africa, as Elaine Cobb reports. As the Omicron variant rages across the globe, the place it was first